Andy, I'm going to steal a question mm. from one of my favorite podcasts. Okay. I've worn their shirt before. What's the name of it? Tell them Steve Dave. It's those Kevin Smith guys. Okay. And the Impractical Joker. Um, one of the members asked a question I thought was very intriguing. Question is, you're a puppet. Okay. Would you prefer to be able to see the strings or not know they're there? Oh, so this is like a... This is an existential... Like, like, but like a regular puppet, not like hand up the ass puppet. <laughs> Would you want to know that the hand's going? there? You want to think the hand is you? Do you want to know you're getting fisted <laughs> at at all hours of, of the day or be ignorant to that? Depends uh, on who you are, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, oh, the man, that is a good question. I would have to say... I don't want to know the strings are there because ignorance is bliss. And that was what someone else said too. Yeah, who knows? What if like you know the strings are there and then the person pulling them is like Kona. What the fuck? How, how, or no, why Kony. Your, Kony. Yeah, why does your mind <laughs> immediately go to Kony <laughs> of all people on the planet? Kony 2012, man. Yeah, that went nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> And then the the guy that started it went crazy and started running around San Diego naked. Yeah, that's an un, that's a really unfortunate story. Thanks, uh, internet uh, historian. No, no, no. For Thanks, the story on that one, Coney, he's the puppet master. We don't thank Coney for anything. Yeah, you're right. Suds, I redact his statement immediately. The suds are the puppet master. Hey, I can get behind that as long as they don't fist me. <laughs> you're, wait, you're a finger puppet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Adam and Adder. Hi. I kind of did like the, um, I was approaching the Daniel DeVito and it's always sunny. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> How long have you been following me? <laughs> um, hello and welcome to Adam and Andy. Hello. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Adam and Andy. Justice is served. In fact, it is. I almost said justice. Well, you know, that would have been weird, but I wouldn't have corrected you. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should maybe I should do an, an alternate intro too. Adam and Andy, where saying hi means something else. I really thought you were going to go with bye. We're saying hi means bye. No, 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 no. Like hello, like, goodbye. Like H I G H. Oh, okay. Four twenty. We're recording our four twenty. Yeah, yeah. The stupidest holiday ever created. Because it's based off of a police code, right? I have no idea. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I don't know why today is a holiday uh, to potheads. It yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, I think it's useless and stupid to be celebrated. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, all, all the power to, to, I guess, people who do. All the, I guess, all yeah, the high I to guess them. It, if it's not clear yet, suds. And, and now we do not judge by a mile. Right, if if today's your day to partake, fucking do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want you to, to do it. Yeah, I'm and not, also I'm not judging. I just think yeah. it's stupid that they're gonna pick one day out of the year to get more high than the other days. I mean, I pick one day out of the year to get more drunk than the other days, and it's the Super Bowl. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say St. Patty's. No, but that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I'm also Scottish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, anyway, it's an American holiday. Yeah. So I've I've never smoked before. Okay. Which is a, a fun fact about me. Um, I I plead the fifth. Yeah. And but so if you're coming here for your stoner news. Sorry. Sorry. It, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I tried. I genuinely did try. I mean, I am wearing. So I'm wearing a Cheddar Park Boys shirt. Yeah. And I have the box set back there. And on the fucking box set is a wee leaf. So, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, ew. We should have put that up here. I still can. I mean, it's too, we're, we're too far <laughs> we gone. Have, we have Rick from yeah, Pod Yeah, well, we have Rick. <laughs> I mean, you know he smokes pot. Hey, listen, best I can do is Rick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I've, I've got, a, I know a guy who knows all yeah. about pot. I'm going to give him a call real quick. Uh, and then he'll be right here. And then in walks Tommy Chong. Yeah. Ooh, man, that'd be nice. That would be good. That'd just be- imagine, though, someone just walking in like, Rick, I want to sell you my weed. <laughs> How much can I get? For- <laughs> uh, I don't know, but let me call a guy. Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, call up. <laughs> he uh, walks in. He Cheech sniffs and it, and he goes, man, this is some good shit, man. You could probably get, like, 40 bucks for... And oh, I don't know, man. I'm too high right now. So wait, did I guess now we we can talk about the 420 stuff? But um, did that like um, did that stereotype of the weed smoker like that like man that like you know dude absolutely that was born with yes, Cheech and Chong absolutely it was. But I I'm sure people who smoke prefer that stereotype over uh, reefer madness. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think they're they're having to take one over the other. We need to like we need to do like a um a YouTube video of us watching it. I think that, that we need to of do what that. Cheech and Chong? No, no, Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness? <laughs> yes. I can get behind that. <laughs> Coming soon, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe we could uh splice it in the middle of an episode. Yeah. Yes, we've never done any other video projects than this. Yeah. So, and and a lot of people know that I love video projects. So. Well, I mean, we've we did a Doug Bobby. Episode. No, I meant like I meant like Adam and Andy specific. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have to talk like the Whataburger voice during that thing. Crispy bacon, warm jalapenos. It's like you're someone else. It's you can have it any way you like it here at Whataburger. Quick, can you remember your name from that video? Will Bassett. There you go. Yeah. Um, Hello, my name is Will Bassett, and I'm the voice of Whataburger. I, I'm trying. So, Suds, if you haven't seen um, what we're referencing, it is the Doug Bobby video, and I believe it's um, prank video or yes, Doug Bobby prank yes, video. it is a prank video where I, as Will Bassett, by a thousand small seven thousand. No, it's not seven. It's not seven. No. No, it's a thousand tiny Vietnamese babies that are shipped to me in America uh, because he convinces me that I want a million dollars and somehow <laughs> first instinct is is to buy a small Vietnamese baby, <laughs> <laughs> which somehow turns into a thousand. It's it's an absurd video. I love the video. Uh, you definitely gotta go check it out if you haven't seen the it. The ending's great too. Yes. So <laughs> it's it's one of the dumbest things that's ever been put together. Yeah. But I think it, I think it's it's pretty much a precursor to this. It is. It really is. Yeah, because it was the first time that you and I fully collaborated 
on a video. Like we always collaborated on stuff, but yeah. I always had kind of like I always had final call on on what got edited or whatever got put in. But this was the first time you showed up and we did something together. Yeah, and, and it, I'm very proud. It of was it was a really good time. It was. We're gonna have to link to it now whenever we post yeah, this. Yeah, we will. And I need to do more Doug Bobby. I, I hear it. I he's keep dead. hearing. Oh, he's not dead. Doug Bobby actually uh, died uh, in February. He uh, he froze to death outside of a Seven Eleven. Oh, well, here in Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here in Texas. Yeah, he, uh, he froze to death outside of a Seven Eleven. Oh, oh, uh, hey guys, uh, it's Doug Booby here. I tried to go in and buy one of their sandwiches, but they are all out of meat, so they only gave me these two pieces of bread. You know, I will, I will say during that that week, uh, the racetrack right across the street from my apartment complex, yeah, was a fucking lifesaver. Oh, I'm sure it was. Dude, they always had like fresh cooked like sandwiches and like their their shitty pizza. Yeah. Uh but man, that was that's what I lived off of for that week. Yeah, for me. And like 3 days in they stopped charging me. They had my Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they they, they were well, just they giving me there, Yeah, too, they were yeah. just giving me the food like, "Look, man, you need this, just take it." I know we need to get into our stories, but I'll I'll, I'll say kind of be a little bit of a capper. You know, my Walgreens was closed. So I couldn't do shit. Yeah. I went to Aldi once. So that was cool. Aldi's was open? Yeah, they were. Wow. It was insane. And it's one of the strangest places I've ever been. Oh, had you never been to an Aldi's I've before? Never been to an Aldi. And I didn't know you had to pay for a cart. I mean, I and, and I didn't know you had to pay for bags. Yep. So you basically just grab things and then walk out, right? Yep. Yeah. You, well, no, you, you pay for the cart, but you put a quarter in, and then you, t- you take the quarter back when you're done with it. And with that... Let's get I think in. It's time for our evening booze. Now, Adam and I discussed this before the start of the episode. Got my approval. I'm going to be going first. Not even. He just said he's going to do it. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't ask for approval because yeah. th- this will be spoken about. Uh, our first episode of uh, this evening of this podcast is not necessarily for story going, for story. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Our first story uh, for tonight is in fact, breaking booze, uh, but not, it, not even booze this is breaking news. Yes. Yeah. It deserves it is, a distinction. Um, it is not something that we can really joke about or deserves to, to have any jokes made about it. And I'm sure most people listening to this are aware of the story that I'm alluding to, but Derek Chauvin uh, the murderer of George Floyd was convicted on all three counts today. There was third-degree murder, there was second-degree manslaughter, and there was involuntary second-degree uh, second murder. So, Which I was, this is going to be the semantic side of it, but I always thought from the breakdown of first to fourth mm-hmm. was um, with intent, without intent, Voluntary manslaughter than involuntary manslaughter. It's a lot to get into. Okay. Yeah. I'm as long as I'm towing the line, I'm kind of. You, you are. You okay. are. You're, you're on the right path there. Yeah. Uh, so he, Derek Chauvin, will face up to 40 years in jail with these convictions, and in my opinion, a justice was served as Adam started the episode with. A justice was served to a horrible injustice. That sparked righteous anger and riots, in my opinion, throughout our our great country. And today marks 
the death or the beginning death rattle of the thin blue line of the police in this country. Now, do you know what the thin blue line is? I know the thin blue line is. I was thinking about what the death rattle is. The death rattle is during this trial, fellow police officers and even his own chief of police testified against Uh, him. Yes, I heard about this. So the thin blue line has always been you never testify against a fellow police officer ever. No matter what, you back them. Ah. So that's the blue back the blue. That is the thin blue line. Okay. So- Today, effectively started the death rattle of the thin blue line. So now there's accountability, right? So it's the coming of accountability. Yes. And this is something that it was shocking when it happened. I didn't know if it would amount to anything. Honestly, all day, I was so fucking nervous. I I thought literally up until they said guilty that he was going to be acquitted. I was, um, I had, I had a, a Zoom call. Start at four o'clock. So they, they announced it, you know, sometimes yeah. so they, they had it at four o'clock. They announced it, that something was coming at like three fifty-five or three fifty, whatever. I was like, shit. Oh, I, I gotta see what's gonna happen. So I pull up, you know, CNN, um, and my four o'clock call started. I opened it with, Hey, something's coming. <laughs> so, you know, I might see it, you know, and um the person said, I didn't even know they were doing that today. I was like, yeah. oh, Well, it was announced at 2.30 that a verdict had been reached. Yeah. And they said it was going to happen between 3.30 and 4 o'clock. It ended up coming down around like 4.15. It was was a little bit after 4. Yeah. I I threw in the closed caption. So when I saw the words, and of course, they'll throw up the ticker on the bottom. I was kind of like, whew. Yeah. I, I will openly admit here. Sorry, Job. Um, that from 2.30 on, um, my productivity was just at an all-time low because I was, I was waiting yeah. for, for this verdict to come down because this is, a, this is going to be a fucking landmark case. This will be in history books. Yes. And yeah. if, if it had gone the other way, it would have been a very dark day. Um, it was history. even discussed. We wouldn't even record today, probably. Yeah, yo, no, I, and I, I think I'm pretty sure. I don't remember what it was. No, no, no. I was gonna make a Doug Bobby video. We uh, planned it out. Yes, and that was and, and that was actually the week that George Floyd passed away. Yes. and in lieu of that, I I forewent it. Yeah, I even tweeted it out on the Doug Bobby thing for all three followers. And it was it was something that <laughs> I thought about this afternoon that if it went that he was going to be acquitted. It wouldn't have felt right to try to do a funny episode on the week that that fucking absolute tragedy was utterly swept away again, as so many others in the past have been. So again, I'm I'm sorry, Suds. I know that y'all are very used to and expecting a, a funny episode. Every segment is funny, but it only it felt right that for a historical changing moment that we have an actual serious segment to at least discuss what has happened and our thoughts and opinions on it. And you know what? Honestly, again, I'm glad that justice was served where injustice was hammered into that man's neck in May of last year. Oh. Yes. Wow. A little wordsmith in there. Yeah. So... We we don't have to spend any more time on this segment, but it only it felt right to me 
for, I know we're, we're not a serious podcast. We don't get into politics, but this is too large of a moment in American history to not at least fucking address it like we did at least with the Capitol riots. We at least yeah. spent some time yeah. discussing that. And we're going to get back to comedy here like right after this segment, but it just, it needed to be discussed. And I needed our listeners, our suds to know that we do pay attention to this shit. We do care about this shit. And I wanted them to know that we're on their side for it. Yeah. Speaking of being on sides, here's what people did on the wrong side. <laughs> dude. And, little joke, little joke. Dude, and it. you know what? In LinkedIn, what the fuck? You know the extension of the party. You're I hit this one. I almost want to let it play out. What the fuck was my, that? One of my favorite buttons. To leave a general. I don't know that. What is that? Spell the first and last name, then press pound. For- I don't know. I'll do it later. Okay. I I, I love this button. I okay. That you, was I've done it before, before you before, but have you? Well, I don't remember that at all. Because I need to get rid of the first part of it. Um, but you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. Wait while I transfer your call. Oh, Wait while I transfer yes. your call. Okay. It just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, that's right. It just does it over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Sorry. Yeah, that one was an accident. That dude, one. honestly, I can't wait until LinkedIn and the Blue Lives Matter people just start blowing up your your LinkedIn and you start sending. I that haven't shit. seen them anymore. It's, it's effectively. I. I mean. No, I'm not on like scrolling through LinkedIn as much anymore. But um, I uh, I haven't seen those, and it's very odd. Far right posts, interesting. I, you know, they for whatever reason they end up on my timeline, and I see them. Um, you know, and speaking of which, too, you know, we talked about last week with the the uh, Into the Storm, the Q yeah. documentary, yeah. Um, you know, I'm curious what what that'll produce out of that. You know, it's or it could be nothing, it could be something. I don't know. Who knows? But it, it seeing you know, that side of things was so interesting. It's stupefying, yeah, to say the least. That there are people who actually believe in that shit. There's just this; these blinders just go up. My God, dude! Speak about nothing, tunnel vision. Nothing exists outside of that, right? Yeah, it's just, it is. These blinders are up. It is tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. So it's, I know not to, not to give them too much too much airtime. They don't deserve it. This is a big moment. Yeah. Um. And and thank you for walking through that. Absolutely. So now to get back to our regular weekly broadcasting. Oh my god, I like, and you'll see it. I'll I'll, I'll make sure I cut the camera. Yeah. Me. That was a great little riff. Hey. That was nice. I'm on my shit right now. That was good. Sometimes yeah. we need a serious moment, and I'm just, I'm fucking like totally zoned in on it. Are you bringing up a story right now? No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm making sure I've got it oh, right. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. wait, whoa. Okay. I, I just want to make sure it didn't like go away. Um, okay. This is a story. Yeah. Um, not fully a news story, but just a, a recollection. Okay. Um, I mean, we've done those segments before. I'll, I'm all yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll bring them from time to time. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, the highest growing, highest grossing actor of all time. What? Pretty sure. Fun fact. That's not part of this, but I'm pretty sure. Um, Fuck yeah. Get his motherfucking snakes off his motherfucking of, plane. He's been in a ton of goddamn. Long movies. kiss goodbye. His best role. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's good. I need to see that. Oh, it's good. What about his role in Goodfellas? I don't remember him in Goodfellas. Yeah, so remember they did that bank heist? Yeah. He well, was one, yes. He was one of the guys. Really? And who 
they went into his apartment and they shot him. Fun fact, Suds, have you ever seen Goodfellas? But it's not a, that is not a spoiler in any regard. No, (laughs) No. it's a very old movie. Yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson heard someone repeating the Ezekiel 2517 speech to him. He turned to discover it was Marlon Brando who gave him his number. When Jackson called, it was a Chinese restaurant. But when he asked for Brando, he picked up. What the fuck? It was Brando's way of screening calls. What the fuck? A little, little bit of oddity there. So the insanity of Marlon Brando, which knows no bounds. He, yeah. What is it? The island of Dr. Moreau? Yes, where he hijacked the set. <laughs> I and, think his character never wore a hat or something like that. No. And he's like, oh, I'm going to wear this. Dude, like, he this absolutely hijacked that movie. Like, he demanded that uh, his, like, the little person on that movie be a part of the movie, and he steamrolled him to be as big of a part as he was. Crazy person. He's He was fucking Amazing insane. Amazing actor. But you know what? I'm not surprised by that. And I love the fact that he introduced himself to Samuel Jackson by doing the Ezekiel, like, yeah. his, speech his, at him. His most epic monologue. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that is great. Oh, fucking Marlon Brando. He is he he's a he is a lost treasure. Could you imagine It's weird that he, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'll, could you imagine if he was still alive? Like the insane shit he would be putting out right now. Is he about the same age as Jack Nicholson? I don't know, honestly. Uh, maybe not. But what if it was him in The Departed instead of Jack Nicholson? Oh my god, that'd be great. Yes. Well, he's in um he's in the Rounders. He's kind of a, a big wig yeah. kind of guy in that. Um it, it is it's unfortunate. I mean, I get it. Vito Corleone, you know, amazing character. Yeah. Right. It's it's one of those it's one of those Hannibal Lecter things where he's not on screen as much because obviously Al Pacino won the screen a whole bot whole bunch in that movie, but he's not on screen as much, but he leaves no much larger impact. Because Hannibal Lecter was only on screen for what seventeen minutes was, or something, right? Oh hell! In the in the Silence of the Lambs, I think he had six minutes of screen time. No, I think it was it was, I think it was seventeen or sixteen. Was because it because he won the Oscar for it? So I don't think they can justify six minutes. But I it was it was sixteen could or seventeen. With, with how much? Suds, fact check me. I I'm on this one. But let's okay, talk about you're probably Brando. right on this one. Let's yeah, talk about Marlon Brando. Um, you know he's just such an interesting cat, right? So he had that one where he won the Oscar. I believe it was for. The Godfather. I could be wrong, but I think it was for The Godfather. And in lieu of him being there, he decided not to attend. And he had a member of uh, a Native American tribe attend, go up and and basically do his speech. But instead of really doing a speech, they just talk about, you know, all these horrible things that are going on with, with uh, their reservation. Well, it's kind of like uh, Leonardo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio when he won for The Revenant. He went up there and he only spoke about climate Global change. Yeah. yeah. He only spoke about that, which did nothing. No. Yeah, sadly. Um, and, and there's so much more we can do about Marlon Brando because then you can go into like um, his experiences on uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> you oh know, my there's God. just so much because that's like the craziest movie shoot ever. Yes. Ever. And if you ever want to see like a crazy documentary, do um, Into the Heart of Darkness. Into the Heart of Darkness. Yes. Yeah. Um, where it's just like, this insane movie. <laughs> it was just fucking ridiculous. It, it makes no sense how the movie ever actually got filmed. No. Yeah. It was it was fucking wild ass from start to finish. 
that maybe and that it makes more sense with like the leading man Martin Sheen. You're like, okay, well, Martin Sheen, yeah. he's a little more. Um, he's not Charlie, but then you see him and his experiences through that movie. And you're like, okay, I can see where Charlie can handle it. You know, <laughs> yeah. he got it from his dad. Yeah, that yes, makes sense. absolutely. Um, but no, I, that's, I mean, that's really the story. Um, that's, that's really weird, but you know, that I is, just wanted to share that it, is yeah. a wonderful little tidbit of a uh, Hollywood trivia that I never would have known about or fathomed that yeah. something like that would happen. I mean, just imagine though, you know, you're Marlon Brando. I'm sure at that around that time in the nineties, I'm sure your phone number is a little more easily accessible, right? Yeah. So then people will probably be bombarding you, being like, hey. The yellow pages. Yeah, exactly. Like, famous people must have been in the yellow pages. Yeah. So. Right? I don't know if it, it's not like law. Because it, it's a company. Do but. you think he had a Vietnamese person just follow him around and answer the phone for him? It wasn't like a cell phone. It was like, I feel like, I feel like he. Yeah, that's right. That wouldn't have been a cell phone back yeah, then. Yeah, he, he was at the restaurant basically all times. <laughs> It's so goddamn weird. That is so weird to <laughs> fathom, but that might explain why he got so fat. Yeah. He got yeah. Ex- exceedingly fat. Um, let's see. Can we make some Marlon Brando suggestions? I mean, maybe you can just be like, yeah, okay. So outside of um, Apocalypse Now, just or, um, the documentary, watch Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Because that was a great I mean, movie. obviously. And that was a really short one too. So that was, obviously, was only on screen for a tiny bit. The, the Island of Dr. Moreau. Which is a terrible movie. Oh, it's garbage. But he's so odd. He is, yes. You have to see it to believe it. Um, one, and of then those, one of those kind of deals. His Hitchcock was Rear Window. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Rear Window is fucking amazing. So, and then uh, Down by the Waterfront, I think, is another one. Never saw that one. Um, neither did I, but I know it's him. Oh, okay. Well, we don't have a lot of really good Marlon Brando uh, suggestions. I was four. That's yeah. four. Yeah. I was too young to enjoy his shit. You're older than I am. By four years, or I guess, no, God, six years? No, uh, four and a half. Yeah, okay, you're Closer right. Closer to five, but yeah. four and a half. So five years older. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so I don't really have uh, great <laughs> suggestions either uh, for him. Oh, and then Rounders. I said Rounders, and you watch Rounders. Yes, yes yeah. you did. That's um, also, I know this is a, another jokeless bit, but I you know I love talking about movies. Um, I think that was Edward Norton, right? Edward Norton and Matt Damon. Ooh, I, I believe you're right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's hard to to pull out of the top of my head here, but I believe you're right. I believe you're right. But yeah. I mean, that's that's really it. I mean, I can try and drum up and be like, <laughs> imagine being a crazy old actor. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, really good. So, Suds, uh, you might have noticed this week, uh, if you pay attention or you watch the YouTube, I usually have my laptop with me to the right. Uh, this week, I was trying to find uh, pot-related stories, um, but it's apparently incredibly difficult to find absurd pot stories that don't have just absolutely nothing to do with, like, politics. Which is why we started with, if you came here for pot stories. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that, but because I'm on my phone... I'm able to do a story that I haven't been able to do on my laptop because I refuse to pull it up on my work laptop. And I'm really, really excited to talk about this story this week. The headline of this story, man hires hookers. Both of his daughters show up to his room. Uh Uh-oh. 
I thought you were going to do wow for a second. I'm going to do this one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's yeah. not the one I yeah, wanted. Yeah, that, that no, was the one, one I wanted. No, no, no. Say it again. Say it again. Wow. No, no, no. Read, oh. read the article. Again. Man hires hookers. Daughters show up to his room. Uh, uh, there you go. See? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for it. This, of course, happened. Ooky spook. <laughs> that would that would have been a good one. Oh, a good one. Now, this, of course, happened in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Yeah, where um, prostitution is legal, right? Yes. Yeah, because that's where the bunny ranch is. Whatever that is. Oh, oh, baby, I got some. I got something to show you when we're done here. Air Force Amy, Air Force Amy, what up? So, a California man who called for two prostitutes to come to his hotel room said he collapsed to the floor and had a panic attack when he saw it was his two daughters. I almost want to jump in here and just. Oh, go ahead. Why are they working together? I don't know. That, ugh. you know, it's like. Maybe strength in numbers? Comfort in numbers? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's not. Like I don't a, know. A company with just the two of them. I don't know, man. <laughs> why, why would the two sisters work together? You know, that's like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sis, you're touching that guy's dick real good. You're just like, that's weird. You're touching his dick like a champ right now. <laughs> Remember when we were kids? It's fun. <laughs> oh, you're holding that dick like an absolute champ, sis. Keep it up. Keep shifting it like when you learn how to drive a car. <laughs> Put it in the third, sis. <laughs> He's getting wrapped up. Listen, mister, my sister, she was real bad at driving when she was 15. (laughs) Now, father, (laughs) Titus. Oh, he's like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) God. Uh, So father Titus of Los uh, Angeles said he was having marital problems and went to Las Vegas to blow them or to blow off steam. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Again, that does not help the situation. No. Hey kids, I'm here because your mom and I are having problems. Now yeah. Fuck me. I'm trying to divorce your mom. Well, he oh. didn't know his daughters were, were going to show up. That's so. Oh my god. So I have never gotten a prostitute in my life. Titus told Las Vegas Weekly. I swear to Christ. Ooh, this is like one of those um, to catch a predator. Oh. They always show up and yeah. they're always like, "This is my." I've never done this before. Hey, Chris Hansen walks in with his daughters. No. <laughs> <laughs> I met him in Vegas, and they just sagged along. <laughs> I swear to Christ, what are the odds it was my own flesh and blood that showed up? I think this is Lord's way of bitch slapping me. That's, hey, yeah. That's a, that's a Pulp Fiction, divine intervention. That's right? a hell of a way to look at it. Yeah. His daughters, who he hadn't seen in years, fled the room upon recognizing their father. Once Titus had recovered from the initial shock, he found his daughters, aged 20 and 23, at the casino bar. I told them I was sorry yeah. for what for what I done did, Titus said. I apologized for my actions and said, I just want my family whole again. My daughters and I have patched up our relationship. My marital problems are not over, but we have a wonderful counselor <laughs> who is helping us to get over yeah. this most difficult of periods. Yeah. Titus lost touch with his daughters when they disappeared from, from the family home three years ago. So they ran away. Yeah. Apparently, they just, like, straight up ran away. We're going to Vegas. Now, this next part gets kind of weird. <gasps> well, it's not weird already? I, just, I mean, we've made it weird. I used to just spank and spank on them. 
Titus said. I was too tough on them. I wanted them to excel at ballet and get ballet scholarships so I wouldn't be on the hook for college tuition, but they didn't like ballet, and I shouldn't have forced ballet on them. Everything is my fault. Titus said his daughters plan on continuing to prostitute themselves. If this is what makes them happy, who am I to stand in their way? From now on, I'm just going to love and support them. So it ends on, on a happy note. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, this man just went to Vegas, have a good time. Yeah. His two hot prostitute daughters show up. Well, not in his eyes. They're not hot in his eyes. We don't know. Oh, uh, there's I a whole not. There's a whole segment on Pornhub <laughs> about this thing. Art imitating life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is art imitating. Maybe he was a porn star in those types of videos. No, he's a writer. How do we know he's a writer? What? <laughs> How do you wrote? know he's a porn star? Yeah, he's I writing. Don't know. He's writing the plot. Yeah, I don't know. He goes like this. He goes, "Father, maybe he's just but a no, boom no, no. guy." I got this, I got, I got. Father in hotel room calls for young women to keep him company. They arrive. Fuck. Hey, that's all you need that's for it. a porn that's script, it. really. He just wrote it. And yeah. people are going to take that excerpt and then sell it. Yeah. And then they'll make money on my words. You need to, uh, you need to trademark those need to words. Trademark. Yeah, you need <laughs> to trademark TM. them. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to trademark them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just... That's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so just, weird. <laughs> it's just a weird story that I've been looking forward to talking about because it is so fucking absurd. Do you think he was like... So do you think he was like, you know... Fully dressed in his room, polo, khakis, shirt tucked in, just like, you know, I'm going to dress, you know, like a normal guy. And Honestly, when I was imagining this, he was stark naked, in erect in the bed, just on the covers. Well, that's and, why they ran down and got a drink. So and, and people like, know, wipe it out. And people like, knock goes, on the door. He goes, open. Yeah, and open. They, they go like this. And then. You know, they, they recognize the dad, and they're just screaming ooky spooky. I know that dick. I, oh, I'm not, I'm not continuing that joke. That's a bad joke. I'm not. Ooky yeah. spooky. Yeah, they, they scream ooky spooky. They yeah. ream out, or they ream out. Whoa, they, they run I out. like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be what the dad would say if yeah. it wasn't his daughters. <laughs> I like this. They ream out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck i think that that the story just ends on that there there's nowhere there there's no above on that one well there is because then the mom who's at home uh meets up with her sister and then magically runs into her dad now we're going down a weird path <laughs> it's a ladder like weird on weird. Chaos is a ladder, it's yes. Going up, yeah. Yes, it is. As a uh, little finger told us in uh, the greatness of Game of Thrones, chaos is a ladder. Yeah. You know nothing, Adam. Oh. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Is that good? Oh man, that was a a lot like a 
Uh, Giant Spain. That was a uh, that that was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I keep I keep hearing I look like a Tigerian. Ty- no, 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 no. Targaryen. The guy in charge of the wildlings. Yeah, the the red beard guy. Yeah, Giant Spain. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so then. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Why did I say a T word? I don't know. <laughs> oh, either. I have no idea. <laughs> It's hard to to overcome the weirdness of that last one. I thought about trying to time it about a second off to make it sound like I was over the phone again. Oh, yeah. Then it's going to be like, (laughs) I frame a phone around you. (laughs) Here's a frozen image. Yeah, with with a little like Tinder profile like around it. (laughs) Why am I in Tinder looking at you? I don't know. I don't know, man. I've got a, a face for radio and a voice for porn. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I got <laughs> you that did. right. That used to be my actual Tinder profile headline. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that used to actually be. Face for radio, voice for porn. Yeah, that used yeah. to actually be my, my Tinder <laughs> profile headline. The girls see it and they're like, well, I can see the face, but I can't hear the voice. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the shit worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, they worked pretty damn well. I like this. <laughs> okay, I'm very happy about this one, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Raven the chimpanzee Ooh. appeared in the 2009 Guinness World Records book as the most successful chimpanzee on Wall Street after choosing her stocks by throwing darts at a list of 133 internet companies. She became the 22nd most successful money manager in the USA. What the fuck? How much money did, did Raven oh, make? They don't have like hard figures, unfortunately. Oh, man. But I, I mean, being the 22nd, I mean, you're... Wait, the 22nd or the, the second? 22nd. Oh, I thought you said second. So okay, okay, impressive. okay. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure how they're measuring it. I'm not sure if they're measuring it off of like gross value or if they're doing it off of... Um, I don't know anything about stocks, know, man. You know, you're... you're your percentage growth. I'm not sure. But, but that's still impressive because a fucking chimp was just throwing a dart at a wall and. I'm hey, right. man, Coco the gorilla could speak like 250 words. That's pretty smart. Sign language, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> if we could get her to mouth it, though. Oh, man, that would have been cool. <clears throat> Unfortunately, S- we Stay can't, hard, Coco. Yeah, we can't steal the bit from the ticket. No, no, no. no I, I wouldn't even try. To steal that bid. I mean, Gordo has that shit on lock. But we have Raven the chimpanzee. We do have Raven. That's ours. But I don't know how I could make Raven sound without making it sound like the ticket's Coco. Well, no, because, you know, Coco is like a... Coco sad, you know, kind of like... Coco from lower heaven. So kind of like that. But the chimpanzee can be more grovelly because he, he's working on... Or she, I think it's Raven, like Raven Simone, is it going to be a she, is working on Wall Street. Right? So smokes yeah. a lot of cigars, a little bit grovelier voice, and it's kind of like, banana is good. Okay. It's like me quoting Wall Street. Kind Apple of. bad, banana good. <laughs> banana is good. Stock investors, stupid. <laughs> Raven smart. It's <laughs> like really just pointing it into her own, just, Raven good. Raven good. 
add money. Warren Buffett, rapist. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Raven, invest in banana hammock. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's the one where, where she makes all of her, like, her stock money off of is a banana hammock. Let me think, 2009. Isn't a banana hammock another phrase for a male thong? Yeah, I was trying to think. 2009, is that close to Borat whenever everyone was buying all the Borat swimsuits? I have one of those. Yeah. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's got to be around there. Could be. It's either like 2009 or 2010. I feel like it was 15 years with this last one, so maybe 2005. <clears throat> I don't no, no, think that George, came out when, when well, I was 15. George Bush was in office, for sure. Because he did the whole, he was at the rodeo, and he said George Bush drinks the blood of all the Iraqi women and children. And I mean, he was in Texas, so it still could have been after no, Obama, Obama was Obama elected. wasn't around. No, Obama was not around. It, George Bush was in office. Alexa. When did Borat come out? The film Borat, Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan was released about 15 years ago on November 3rd, 2006. Wow, 06. That was pretty close. Wow. Fuck me. Um, okay, so then that means that Raven did not cash in on the Borat. Um, well, slum, no. Slum dong millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that was really good. That was really good. I piecemealed that one together. It just came together. Instantaneously, too. That was really fucking good. Oh, man. Um, Can I not name this slumdog millionaire? Please do. Please. I gotta write that one down. It has to be the name of the episode Slumdog Millionaire. (laughs) That is such a fucking insane name for an episode. (laughs) They, they They kidnap. Raven, they say, okay, <laughs> you're going on this game show now. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. And they go, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Who wants to be a chimpanzee? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid fucking premise for a movie. Fucking ship on the millionaire, but it's like Slumdog Millionaire. But for some reason, the chimp is obsessed with male thongs. It's just a story about them trying them on. They they ask and they go Raven. Oh, Raven, fuck. who is who is the artist of two thousands? Thong song, and then Raven goes back into a memory of yeah, when she fell in love, <laughs> and and she fell in love when she was working at a Cisco with another chimp. Oh my god! <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, it, it's Cisco. <laughs> was the artist of thong song? Thong, 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 thong. Let me see thong. Show me thong. And I translate that to show me the money. <sighs> oh. Hey, Suds. Is that one of our dumbest bits? Absolutely it is. 
I don't think I've laughed that hard in a very long time. I got you. And I kept I kept trying to throw it in as oh, best I could. I can't go anywhere else from that. <laughs> That's it. Oh, We're ending man. at Slumdong Millionaire. Yeah, it, it is Slumdong. It's Slumdong. Yeah. All right, now for my next story. Yeah, no more monkeying around. Oh, man, my fucking face hurts so Mine hard. Mine, too. That was good. Oh, that God. That was really good. Ooh. Okay, so th- well, this- Well, uh, Hold on. Let me say this, though. It's going to be hard to tell people, hey, we have a really good episode called Slumdong Millionaire. No, I think, <laughs> I think the name alone, if it was a podcast I didn't know about, I'd click on that bitch. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, Slumdog Millionaire. I'm inspired. That is that is a great name, and I guarantee there's a porn out there called Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> maybe people, people Wait think, a minute. Was it written by the dad in that hotel room? May, no, well, I was going to say maybe people will think that we're like the other Adam and Andy podcast. I only talk about Andy Samberg and Adam Driver, but we yeah. only talk about Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, and we all just, of we the just break down every scene. Each each question that the 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 jungle Regis Philbin asks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm I'm not going to read this whole article. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh because it is um it goes to to uh, an area I don't like so much. Oh, uh, that's but- worrisome. Woman hits 8 million dollar jackpot, casino claims machine malfunctioned. Oh, that's not good. No. So this woman in Beaverton, Oregon, hit an $8 million jackpot at a Lucky Eagle casino slot machine. But the... Didn't know how to gambling in Oregon, but cool. I didn't know either. But the uh, casino refused to pay her $8 million. Because they didn't have it. Probably not. Yeah. So the gist of the story... This woman took her mother out to go gambling one night. Okay. She put a hundred a uh, hundred dollars into a slot machine, and on like her third or fourth uh, like roll or whatever, Whoa. she hit the eight million dollar jackpot. What kind of growth is that? Now, the um, the casino claimed that on the slot machine there was a sticker. It's an eighty thousand dollar, or I'm sorry, eighty thousand time increase. In, yeah. On the oh wow now a ton. The casino claimed that on the slot machine, uh, there was a sticker that said that it was malfunctioning. Oh, get that shit out of now, here. Now, apparently on the slot machine, it was on the back of the slot machine, so no one could actually fucking see it. Yeah. So this casino, who knows how many times they had done this to people. If they'd won the, the jackpot or like a, a large amount of money, they could just say, no, sorry, machine's malfunctioning. Instead of paying her what she owed, they paid her back what she uh, put in. Put in, yeah, and that was it. Man, that's fucky. Yeah. Now so that means that all the losers they keep the losers' money, but all the winners they say, "No, you didn't win that money." Yeah. This is constantly just people throwing money into a pit, basically. It's like a wishing well. <sighs> that's fucky, dude. Now, have you ever thought that you won something? And then found out that you didn't. I feel like you have a story about this. I um, don't. Oh, okay. Um, have I ever felt like I won something? I don't know. Um, I've been gambling before. 
Mm-hmm. You have too. I mean, we, we've both done it mm-hmm. kind of the same place. Not at the same time, which is interesting. I think I saw you, though, in the casino. We may have talked for like a second. No, we never spoke at the casino. We talked at the crawfish boil. Fun fact, Andy and I used to only be acquaintances. Isn't that how all friendships start? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that was a really stupid statement. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fucking stupid to say. <laughs> yeah, we used to only be acquaintances. Um, but no, I mean, I, I know at that casino, or you know, we always we always did it next. Door. I don't remember the fucking name of the casino. That was there uh, I think that one was like the Horseshoe or something. You could say it. I wouldn't know it. It wasn't Samstown. I don't know, man. No one ever did it in the building we were in. We always did it next door. Well, I remember the last time I went out there, I went to uh, the strip club okay. that was like right there. I forget the name. Larry Flint. Larry Flint's yeah. uh, strip club. Um, I was like, oh, wow. Larry Flint owns one of these out here. Okay. Um, I will say that was the trashiest <clears throat> strip club I've ever been to, <clears throat> but I had everything paid for me. Okay. Because one of the gentlemen I was with, was going through a bit of a like a difficult breakup, and he demanded at like three thirty a.m. after we're all just out of our minds drunk, just like yeah. drinking, gambling since like five p.m. We stumble our asses over to the strip club. He pays our our cover fees. He gives us each like two hundred dollars. Cool to like just get lap dances, and then for the entire night. I'm just sitting at the table with with the third guy that was with us, and we're just letting him go and, like, do his thing. Um, none of the strippers went up to him. They only came up to me. Uh. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And, like, and you should know, no, 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 not me. I'm your dad. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I literally would be like, I'm going to give you this $20. Go give him a lap dance. And, like, no, we're good. Oh. And I felt so bad, and he got... Just angrier and angrier, like, throughout the visit. And just eventually, at, like, 5 a.m., just like, I'm going to bed. I'm going to let you stay here and do whatever you got to do, man. Get Like, yeah. get your demons out. Yeah. It's cool. I've been there. I get it. But I just feel bad making you look like an asshole. So I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My bad. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, you know, thanks for inviting me to the strip club. Uh, and paying for everything for the night, like all of our drinks, yeah. everything. Yeah. And the drinks at Lawyer Flint's are not fucking cheap. Dude, it was like $14. Well, hey, he's a, he, well he was a rich guy. He has dude, passed away recently. It was like $14 a beer. Oh, my yeah, God. For, that's like, that's like for, going to a concert. Yeah, for like a 12-ounce Miller. It was that expensive. Man, that's terrible. Yeah. it, Dude, it was rough. And, I mean, the women there were... We're talking like a Dallas, like, Sunday morning level. Like, we're talking D crew. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, like, not even brunch crew, but, like. No, like, not not brunch, but we're talking, like, between, like. Green eggs and ham. Like, 7 a.m. to about 10 a.m., they bring in, like, the homeless chicks. Bouncer goes outside. Hey, you! <laughs> Get in here! Hey, you! You just woke up. Come here. It walks up and it's his daughter. 
Oh, we're going back to this. <laughs> keep going back. Keep going back. I mean, in my mind, I was like, oh, should I say it's Raven the Chimpanzee? Uh, I, I thought you were going there. I don't, I don't, I don't like, think I should you know, say that. Th- this person, you know, walks up and he's like, but you're a chimp. Like, Raven, good dance. No, wait. No, no, no. We need to go back to another story. It was uh, Marlon Brando that walked up. <laughs> <laughs> it was the tiny person from the island who talked to Moreau. I'll give him a body they can't that refuse. They can't refuse. <laughs> he just like, rips his shirt open in a fit of rage and just like shaking his man boobs around. <laughs> Gonna give you some boobs you can't refuse. Welcome to the di- the island of Doctor Want More. <laughs> you want more? Oh God, my face <laughs> genuinely hurts. Should I like not make any more funny jokes? I, I come on, I gotta be funny. Oh man. Suds are just sitting at home like this. Yeah, this. This is not funny. Some dog millionaire? Some dong. <laughs> some dog. Yeah, some dong millionaire. That, that Danny Boyle film? Fuck Fucking you guys. Stupid. You guys aren't even funny. You aren't original. You, like, you have no good bits. They like did Indian dancing. Why is that our, our Sud's voice? Like that's not Sud. <laughs> that's anti Sud. Yeah, the anti Sud voice. Anti Sud. You guys suck. You aren't even funny. <laughs> it's it's Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump. It's not Donald Trump. I was it's, not say, Alec it's, it's, it's Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump. Well, it's Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump after smoking like fifty cigars. You're not even funny. You guys are even funny. I'm not even gonna build a wall around you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. All right. <laughs> no, you get it wrong. It's Slumdog Billionaire. Beam. I'm sorry. We were talking about a lady that didn't win her money on a slot machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we get here? We went way off Where the Where are fucking, we? We went way off the fucking <laughs> reservation on this one. But it's like we talked oh. about blinders at the beginning of the episode, um, and that's basically what we've done. As we get oh, into a man. story, like Slumdog Millionaire started with a story about Slumdog a Slumdog Millionaire that started with a story about a chimp running an investment firm. Yeah, and somehow <laughs> by throwing darts, and we're like, okay, Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. How? I don't know. Oh, this is. Oh God. <laughs> Let's just move on to the last story. That, there's nowhere else to go from that one either. Oh, Is this going to be the one where we say, listen to this one? Yeah. I, <laughs> go listen. No, go I, I watch so. this one. Yeah, I, I think so. Here we go. This is going to be like, we're going to have, because usually what I do is I have about three or four um, TikToks that I can have come out of. We're going to have six. several a on lot. this one. What they do a lot on TikTok is they do a lot of like part one, part two. Sure. I, I try to avoid that. I like I like the stuff to be consumed. And you've seen that. I made a cut that was seamless. I'm very proud of it. You remember yes, that I talked about it? Yes, yeah. you did. Um, and I yes. try to try and make it all one so it's consumable. Um, Michael Bublé fucking and those murdering of you, people. Those of you seeing the editing has changed, I've made an editing change to how I do the videos. Yes. So, that's cool. Oh, my God. I lost my story. <clears throat> Fill the air. Shit. Go, 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 go. <laughs> you did a terrible job. 
I'm just staring into the camera. <laughs> as soon as you scream, that just... Tree surgeon Adam Silcox whips out his donkey dick. <laughs> did, no. you, did you find it? I did, yeah, I'm there. Um, okay. <clears throat> Worst driver in the history of Poland. Oh, I like this already. Man fails to get his driving license for the 192nd time. Oh, my God. A 50-year-old Polish man has been trying to get his driving license for the past 17 years. He has failed at every single theory exam he's ever taken. 192 times. What the fuck is the theory exam? The theory of a driving car has proven to be a really hard subject for the 50-year-old man from the city in Poland. Uh, for the past, I, I think theory is like the written exam, not the driving, but the written um, for the past 17 years, he has failed every single theory test Polish drivers need to pass to acquire a driving license. To this date, the man has attempted to pass the test 192 times, meaning that he has spent more than 6,000 zloty, which is over $1,500. Which is really over, cheap. Yeah, over 17 years. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. 192 attempts is... For that little well, you just bring amount it up of per money. year, he's paying less than hundred dollars a year. That's pretty goddamn cheap. Yeah. With the one hundred and ninety-two failed attempts, he beats the record of a British driver who passed his theory test on the hundred and fifty-eighth attempt. I think he beat it a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a hot damn minute ago, I would say. Probably years ago. But he remains far away from the absolute worst driver, a South Korean woman who managed to fail. 950 times. Well, at that point, okay, once you break, like, 50, it's a bit. I don't know, maybe 20. Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, less than that. <laughs> yeah, once you fail it, like, five times, it's a bit. 900 fucking times? 950. She's, like, halfway to 1,000. Well, she's probably dead by now. <laughs> In the driver's seat, yeah, she just <laughs> she kept trying, arms. but like, but she died in the driver's seat, and they think she's still taking the test. So the person's like, they're just sitting with a clipboard, just watching while she's like, dead. God damn! Uh, to obtain a driving license in Poland, one must first pass an exam testing the theoretical knowledge of driving uh, before being allowed to take a practical one. Okay, so that's. Yeah, yeah, it's the written exam before uh, the driving. So far, the number of theoretical test attempts has no limit in Poland, but the case of this person has raised concerns about whether the number should be capped. Okay, so hold on. Two paragraphs. If he can't make it beyond... Four sentences. Beyond the written exam, does it really matter if they try the... To cap it? To, like, the driving exam? He's not going to beat that. Unless he's been driving the whole Has goddamn time. Has he been trying? Time. Has he been practicing? He's probably been driving this whole time. Is it? Could it be one of those things where like people people live right, and they do normal people do live. You're not yeah, wrong. I'm not wrong. This is Earth. That's right. People I done live. It. Ha ha. Ooky spooky. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's pretty good. I like to say I was pretty spot on on that one. You were. You're very close. Wow. Um. But what I'm saying is, like, maybe it's second nature to him to be able to drive. But when you have a written component to what you're doing, so maybe he's illegally driving and knowing what he's doing. But whenever you have the rules in front of you, you know, sometimes people are like, I don't know what the fuck's in front of me. Okay, I'll take it back. 192 times, that's not what's happening. Okay. 
Anyway, last two paragraphs. Um, there should be a regulation in Poland that prohibits a candidate from taking the exam more than 20 or 30 times, said this person. I strongly disagree. A driving instructor quoted by the uh, paper. Um, if someone is ignorant of the rules and does not know them, he should not drive on the streets. It can, after all, pose a danger to others. You don't say. I mean, after 192 times, don't you think you would start to like memorize what the answers were? Because they give you the answers to what you got wrong. Maybe it's different in Poland. They're just kind of like, hey, I you're doubt wrong. it. Why would they Have just you say, ever been to Poland? Andy? Why would they just say you're wrong? Figure it out yourself. Because then it makes him use critical thinking, which he has none, and most Polish people don't. That's why they got invaded. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're going with this, Andy? <laughs> they really got hit lured hard. Oh, they? too soon. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. One of my favorite jokes from Peep Show. And we've talked about Peep Show, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Dude, Peep Show is great. Um uh, Mark was talking to to Jazz or Jeremy, mm -hmm. and he says, "Hitler said he wouldn't invade Poland. People lie, Jeremy. That's life. Yeah, people <laughs> lie. So good. Yes. That's a that's a suggestion. Go watch Peep Show. It's amazing. It's on Prime. It is, is it on Prime. Prime? It it's used to be Prime. on Netflix. It used to be on Netflix, but it's on Prime for sure. I think okay. all seasons are on there too. Nice. So all it. like six seasons or something. Yeah, and they're very short. It's all like God, six six episodes a piece, so but it's it's it, amazing. It is so good. Um. Yeah, I mean, ha okay, let's do this. You know what? We are problem solvers is what we are. We are problem solvers. Okay. Do you like how I'm doing this with my finger? No, I really don't. It's really uncomfortable. It is it? uncomfortable. <laughs> Especially that. What, are you trying to find the, the fucking A spot? Did I do this with you? Did I? Yes. Do you remember this? Okay. Um, yeah, come here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I looked at my finger like that. I don't know. That was that was uncomfortable too. Um how can we help this person pass their exam? So obviously there is that written component, but you know what? There's going to be a fucking bus. So what, are, are you we, don't expect you have to be ready for the for the driving exam too. Have they been practicing with the driving exam? Or so they just so are we to to like point? doing like a full on Nathan for you here? Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay, so... I'm from Canada, and I had really good grades. So he can't get past the written exam, so we're not worried about the driving part of it. We, we need to be ready for it, though. He never is. And is that part of the strategy? Yeah, he never thinks about, the, like, the next part. Okay, so you're like it's kind of like one of those things. If you don't care, you do well. Yeah. Okay. So, and... and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I like it. In the written exam, what if we just paid someone to get, like... I assume, and I'm totally assuming here uh we pay someone to gain a bunch of weight because he's probably fat and bearded <laughs> sure we then like glue love cd project red because they're polish yes okay um and then we just glue a bunch of like pubes to his face to make it look like a beard and then does we my face look like pubes has it ever looked like pubes I plead the fifth. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then we send this replacement person who we've made to look identical to him. Yeah. Uh yeah. to take his test. Um Dante Pube Man. Dante Pube Man, yes. <laughs> Dante Pube Man. Yes. Dante Pube Man, uh, who is actually the star of Slumdog Millionaire. The 
No, he's the love interest. Raven's Ooh, the star. That, well, okay, fine. He's the love interest. Yeah, he's that that does the dancing. What is this a Bollywood film now? It's based off of one, isn't it? Fuck me. Yeah, I guess you're right. Shit, um, you got me on that. So what's his name again? Dante um Dante Pupin. Dante Pupin. Hello, I'm here to take my test again. Are are do Polish people sound like they're from Kazakhstan? It's closest. It's it's like northwest of it. Okay. Hello, I'm here to take my test again, instructor. Please give me a test. I'm here ready to take it. Am I the instructor? You are, yes. Oh, okay. okay. So this is this is okay. Now I am a trained business professional. This cannot be denied. I'm not denying. And in that world, mock scenarios are utilized at a higher degree. Well, yes, role play is a Yeah. Yes. And I think in this case, that is going to be our best way to deliver the highest return to our customer. Okay, fine, fine. Polish customer. Fine, go ahead. Hello, I'm here to take exam. Please give me it. Okay, uh, what's your name, sir? Dante Pubeman. Dante Pubeman? Yes. Do you have a license? No, I'm getting one, obviously. You idiot. (laughs) Ha! Okay, you're right. (laughs) All right, sir. Um, here, come with me to the back room. Do I have to drive? Because I can't. No, we're we're physically walking about 15 feet that direction. Obviously, you see, I'm very large, so it's going to take me some time. Okay. We're there now. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for following me into this, into this back room. And announcing to me that we're there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I couldn't tell. Thank you. You are um, here. It's weird. All right, sir. Uh, go ahead, uh, sit down, and uh, go ahead and open uh, up to, to page one. Okay, I'm done. What do you mean that you're done? You you don't have a pencil yet. No, I, was, I, I turned was grabbing to page one, sir. You are being very pushy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you might notice uh, the, the very first question. Yes. Um, asks you, what uh, do you can cons- uh, like? What is an octagon that is colored red in the center with the word "stop" in the middle of it? What what kind of sign is that? Red, as in I read it. Hmm? Yes, in your brain. Good. Well, okay. Um, technically, yes, it is a red sign. But Moving what- on. Next question. No, we're not. Yes, you said yes. Okay, fine. So whenever you passing so far, whenever my you, customer, whenever you, hello customer, we're passing. Stand by, sir. Get off your phone. You're in the middle of a test right now. I put it down. You didn't see it. So when you are getting onto a highway, yes. What is that called? The the ramp that gets you onto the highway. What is that called? Mm, it is called road. Obviously, you idiot. Hello, it's going very no, well. Sir. We almost have license. It's sir, close. Sir, off your phone. Off I'm your not, phone. I'm not on the phone. Now, now sir, I'm going to ask you this, this next question, and depending on your answer. We're moving forward. Obviously, he's accepting my answers. Sir, depending on your answer for this next question, it will be the last question. Oh, good. You see 
a sign that says 40 kmh. What's the speed limit? The speed limit is as fast as I can get so I can kill my haters. Boom. All right. Fast track to rap career. Sir. Yeah, I signed you up. Sir. Sorry. You failed. I don't need an advance on my payments for my services. <laughs> and that is the, that is the uh, uh, attempt at us helping Dante Pubeman. Yeah, Dante Pubeman. <laughs> to get his <laughs> license. To get- there we go. Then welcome to Adam and Andy Theater. Yes. That is it. Indeed. <laughs> that is- Indeed. That's really good. A lot, yeah. a lot of good yes and. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. Um, and I think, okay, I think the way we wrap up that story is Dante's never going to get his license. He's never going to give it up. He's never going to let it down. I'm sorry, Dante. I have another client in South Korea who's failed a lot. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay, so, I like it. Uh, call back. Um, and with that, I think that that brings us to the end of our episode. Yes. I don't want to end, man. This has been great. But my bit of housekeeping for this week. <gasps> Please. Yeah, I love this. For all suds and friends that listen to this and have texted me or, or reached out to me to give me feedback or like just talk about stories that we talk about, it means a lot. It, it shows that, that our friends, our family are listening to this. Um, and it means that we're, we're doing something that people actually enjoy. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and you know, a good way to tell when people aren't enjoying it. How? You're doing a good job. Yes. Yeah. We're that, that right there. No, I'm not getting that. I, I, I like it whenever people will like reference an exact story mm-hmm. and say something about it. Yeah. It means a lot. It, it genuinely means the world to both of us. Uh, for for people to reach out to us and just talk about the podcast with us. So, Suds, that is my bit of... Why is that playing? Sentimental. I love it. Oh, my God. It's something I appreciate, too. Ditto. That's why I said we appreciate it. Yeah, but I wanted to tack on so people didn't think I'm just writing on your coattails. All right, fair. Like you did the whole episode. Boom! What are you doing? Whose jokes were you laughing at, Andy? So you don't go. Who crossed the road? A so, chicken. <laughs> so suds. Thank you again, and keep it up, please. Yes, you keep it up, and we'll keep it up. Speaking of keeping it up, suds. We welcome all criticisms, notes, thoughts, stories, questions being sent to Adam, also Andy at gmail.com. How about that? Good little God segue, damn, right? that was a good segue. Good. That was flawless. Um, so we want to build this community as strong as we possibly can. I think, you know, we want to be as connected and interactive with that community as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah we, we, and I don't know if there's a proper name for the SUD community. I know we, we would just say the SUDs and that can be fine. I know we've mentioned, um, Adam and Andy Town, but that's me stealing it from Tom, Steve, Dave, so we don't have to do that. Um, but that's exactly what it is. I mean, we laugh at these stories. Yeah. They're fucking weird. 
And we want to laugh at them with y'all. Exactly. Um, and that's why we laugh. Yeah. Because it's funny. It's, it's <laughs> you know, Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> that's a fucking. How can that, who, who, I'm going to Google it. Has that ever been created before? People are going to Google it and be like, wow, Adam and Andy, I'm a sud now. Yeah. Who knows? Boom. <laughs> um, but you will find all of the revamped, re-edited content that I can put up um, on YouTube, uh, on Instagram. We'll, we'll, what we do is we take the TikToks, we put it on Instagram, so it's also available there. Sure. Um, and then on Facebook, too. And then, of course, the TikTok, all of which, at Adam, also Andy. Um, and then you can go to the home base, uh, adam-andy.com. Uh, Andy has teased before having uh, some creative writing up there too. Indeed. I'll figure out the right way to get our video up there so it truly is a hub. I'll also, I, I think it's about time I go back in and I may have done it, I may not, but you know, where it says contact and it says no. Oh, come. yeah. <laughs> I'll change that. We we'll might say, just want to leave that. I don't know. What if it goes to someone that's actually no at no.com? What oh, if that would NO, be great. What if NO is like the Netherlands? I don't know. Could be. Could be. That would be any, I feel like. I, I don't know. What if it's like Netherlands, so like N and then orange, N-O. Okay. okay. They're orange. They, yeah, they like yeah, orange. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, oof. oh, yeah. And then also listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. kind of the place where we started, where, yeah. where it all began. So Indeed. give us a follow on Spotify. Give us a follow on iTunes. I know that's being revamped. Actually, Apple today announced yeah, a whole bunch I saw of stuff that. that's going yeah. on podcasters. So I know they... Talked about doing like a subscription to yeah, podcast, subscription yeah. stuff, or like that would go straight pay, to paywalls to and things yeah. like that. Now we'll avoid that. I mean, if we ever go down that road, it'll be Patreon, so that something in return can come. But we are not at that point, so we're Indeed. not really going to discuss it. Um, but go there if you can. Leave us a review. We have four. Indeed, four yes, or five stars. I thought we had two. We have four. Great. So keep it coming. We love that. Um, and as always, after this illustrious, amazing episode, I am Adam. And I'm Andy. And welcome to Slumdong. <laughs>